It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Happy Monday, Divas! It's time for another Micro Action Monday. Today we are talking about headshots, how and when to get your headshots done. We all know that headshots are important and we, we use them a lot, obviously in singing. And anytime, I, I honestly, it's gotten more and more important to have headshots, but even more specifically, lots of different photos that you can use for professional contexts. Headshots can really positively impact our careers and helps you look more professional in your social media presence and also your personal branding. We're going to talk about a bunch of those things in here. So really, we're talking about the importance of headshots and how to prepare for it and also talking about getting the best out of your headshot session, right? So the significance of headshots is that we want to give a sense of who we are in our materials, right? So whenever I'm thinking about materials, I always kind of talk about, um, you know, our craft network and materials whenever I'm talking about kind of pillars of music business, craft being all of the stuff that we do in our, like in our music lives, and the network being who do we know, who do we work with, all of that kind of good stuff, and materials being just like all of the stuff that goes along with that, like websites, social media, like newsletters and uh, headshots go into this, like PR packages, all of that kind of stuff. Materials can just be this, this seemingly endless area of things that we work on, but it doesn't have to be something that we fall down into, you know, into a pit of despair about, right? I want you to be thinking about how can I make this efficient? And so when you're thinking about getting your headshots done, I really want you to be thinking about working with somebody that can help capture the kind of essence that you want to communicate with people that might be hiring you, right? So what do you want artistic directors to know or to assume about you, right? What do you want listeners to assume about you and about how you perform or about the kind of music that you compose? And, and you, Listen, you don't have to make your headshots always kind of like this one-to-one, like I write brooding music, so I'm going to have a brooding headshot. But listen, uh, it's helpful to have something that is that kind of like right on the nose version that can, can send those signals, right? Those non-texted, non-verbal signals that the body language of, of headshots to, to other people so that they, they're getting that information about you or what to expect from their experience with you and your work through the materials that you're presenting to them ahead of time. So I want you to think about that. What do you want to convey to somebody before they interact with your work? And I want you to communicate that to the photographer that you're going to work with, right? So as you're thinking about this, you probably have worked with a photographer in the past, but if you're looking for somebody for the first time, you know, head on over to Instagram, right? Like start, start with not only like Instagram around you and like seeing people's their actual work, right? And saying like, I do want my headshots to look like this, right? Also ask for referrals from your friends and colleagues. Do 
that kind of legwork ahead of time. Just ask people all around you, hey, do you know someone? Tell them kind of like, are you looking for a specific like aesthetic or style? Let them know and then they might come back to you with a perfect recommendation, right? Then go check out that photographer's work, see if that's what you're looking for, and then and then either look at the packages that they offer on their websites or write to them and say, hey, I'm doing some, you know, research into getting headshots done. What are your rates? Like what, you know, what other information should I know about? All of that kind of good stuff. And that means that once you've done that work, right, once you've kind of found a photographer, you like their style, something that you can manage in your budget, all of that, you've, you've thought about what do I want to communicate through these materials, right, through these photographs. And then I want you to support that with kind of how you're doing your hair, makeup, wardrobe, all of that kind of stuff. I want you to focus on looking like your authentic self, right? Like, how do you want to convey yourself, right? What is your essence that you're trying to communicate? And then see if you can find that. Um, obviously, when it comes to things like wardrobe, I know a lot of people like to do Rent the Runway uh, for for borrowing looks for their for their shots that maybe they don't own all the time. That's There's lots of ways to go about doing that. Think about what's gonna make you feel like a million dollars in your headshots and also feel authentically like yourself. Knock, knock, knock. Real quick, divas. I know you're here because you love the clarity that comes from my micro action episodes. Plus you get inspired and motivated hearing from working artists all across our field on how they made, maintain, and grow their careers. Now you can be a part of the fuel that makes it all happen. Give Studio Class a boost by heading over to patreon.com slash that's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N, and join the Sybaritic Camerata. I also want to take a moment to shout out and thank Chris, James, Josh, Sarah, Elise, and Renee. Your support means the world to me. Thanks so much for helping me keep this podcast going. Now, let's get back to the show. I, lots of people also work with hairstylists or makeup artists. If that's something that you feel less confident in, then please do it. I always end up doing my own hair for, you know, for headshots because for some reason, when I have other people do my hair, it just doesn't feel like me, right? And so that's my example of saying, pick the things that are going to make you feel the most at home in your skin as possible so that that can come through in your photos. Obviously, I want your photos to be expressing your personality. A couple of things that we want to think about is, is making sure that they also do the work that you want them to do for professional reasons. This has changed and morphed over time, right? Actor and singer headshots used to be like a really specific style that you had to like pose a certain way and like have this really specific look to it. And especially when we had to have them like as hard copies all the time going to auditions, like that was a whole thing, right? You had to make sure that you had your black and whites and like you're happy and you're like 
and you're like contemplative shot and in both color and in black and white. Anyway, that has changed so, 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 so much with, with digital photography, with having so many more photography needs on our end as, as performers, as composers, as artists. So, so some of those things, if people are giving you information that feels really strict and rigid, uh, you know, don't be afraid to kind of interrogate that a little bit more within yourself and say like, do I really want to abide by that? However, I do want you to be thinking about does this, does this headshot, do these materials put me forth in a professional context, right? Do these fit the professional context in which I'm trying to work? So just thinking about that and that might look different depending on which like tiny part, you know, tiny niche of the music industry you're involved in, right? So think about, okay, do I see anybody else that's kind of doing work that is similar in style to what I want to do or is getting booked in venues similarly to where I want to be working? What do their promotional photos look like? And does that feel like the right fit for me? Yes or no? Ask yourself those things and then move forward. You can always show your photographer some examples, right? While still asking them to shoot in their style. Because that's why you asked them, right? You you like what they make. You like what they do. So you want to feel like you're supporting them in the way that they go about their their creative work, right? But it doesn't hurt. Just the same way as like when you go to get your hair cut, you can show them a picture and be like, Hey, I'm kind of going for this. What can we make happen? <laughs> okay, so obviously timing your headshots for the, you know, when you want this to happen is going to be a big part of that. Um, honestly, this is just things like, it can be helpful to have headshots that are in different seasons if you're doing outside shots. Um, it can be helpful to have shots inside with lots of different lighting options. And I really want you to think about um, getting your headshots done regularly. This is honestly just like how I want to wrap up our time together during this micro action Monday, which is if you do no other micro action from this episode, the one that I would like for you to do is get your phone out, go to the calendar, set a recurring calendar appointment, for book new headshots. How often do you think this should happen, right? Maybe for you, it's every two years. Maybe maybe you want to remind yourself more often than that so that you actually do it, right? <laughs> I think mine is in there like every, you know, every eight months or something like that because I'll see it and then I'll be like, oh, okay. And it reminds me to like do whatever next step for headshots I need to do, which right now it might be research a photographer that I want to work with, right? So that's why mine kind of goes at that time interval, but you should do the one that feels good for you. I think we've all interacted with somebody's promotional headshots that are from like 25 years ago and they don't look like that anymore, right? I am, isn't, isn't like aging and maturity, life experience fun. I have like gotten to a point in my life in which like headshots that I love from years ago don't look like me anymore and I have to like lovingly let them go and stop using them as much. <laughs> so this is my own exhortation to myself to 
live in the moment and have professional photos that also live in the moment with me. So if nothing else, divas hear me say, let's get that recurring calendar appointment going so that you too can be on a process of getting your headshots done regularly and hopefully making that a part of your ongoing administrative work in your creative business. All right, divas, do you have questions about headshots? Is there anything else that we should go over in this episode? Hit me up. You know how to find me on the interwebs. I'm at MezzoEnan. And until next time, stay sparkly inside and out. You know, you know how it goes. You can say it with me. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that Studio Class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.